0: We're all just pieces of the people we knew, the ones who left, the ones who flew, the ones we'll love till the end of time, the ones we wish never came into our lives, the ones who hurt us but taught us well, by whose mistakes we learned to propel. All the places we went, all the inside jokes, all the laughter we shared, nights spent together awoke. From your favorite cup she just happened to buy, to that show you love to watch that reminds you of that guy. Every piece of us are a million minis of them. Rooted deep inside your heart is where they all stem. I'm grateful for the good things I can hold on to from all the people who left and the ones who flew cause I'm a part of them and they're a part of me and every single one has taught me something.
1: I think this is a good segue into what we're talking about today um because each of us is a mirror towards the other person but we give each other the grace to be exactly who we are without trying to change the other person in the moment but also like being able to know the other person so well that you or maybe not know but like love each other so much that you want to give your best to the other person as much as you can anyway. And that's something that I really value about these relationships between you guys, because there's, uh, there's something about me that makes me want every relationship that I have in my life to have some kind of reciprocal value. Um, And not, not in a way of like, I give you this, so you have to respond in kind. But like, that there, there can't be any unfruitfulness in my relationships anymore. Whereas like before I would have friends that were in my life that were just takers. And they wouldn't even bother to like, try to see who I was, or understand me, they would just want me to be who they wanted me to be. And then, and then never want to grow with me or challenge me, which is something that I want in relationships, especially now that I've grown through those unfruitful relationships and let them go. And kind of letting them go made me grow in my own way too, because sometimes I let them go in anger, and I just cut people off. And I learned that that's not the way to do it. But in that process, I learned about myself and realized what I want in a friendship too. And it made me not settle for less, which is how I got to the point of being able to be friends with people like you guys who allow me to be who I am, but also like reflect who I want to grow into and give me the space and the grace to do that too. That's
0: so good what you said as far as like the standards that you have for friends because like people don't think that way. Like People think, like, oh, this is what I want in a romantic relationship. This is how he or she has to be. This is how he or she has to treat me. But when it comes to just friends, like we just accept anyone sometimes who comes into our life and we're just like, oh, this is a person who is here. So this is my friend. And if, especially if you hang out all the time, regardless if, if that's someone whose character is someone that you actually want to be associated with but you hear stuff like show me your friends and I'll show you your future. So like it's so important to like really make sure that you're intentional about who your friends are. And that's why I'm also like very grateful for you guys and some of the people I've met here at school because you do challenge me and even in times where you're not like just actively challenging me, just being yourselves and with your perspectives that sometimes are different from mine, it helps me to see myself and be like, okay, this is what I need to work on, or this is what I'm already dealing with, and this is a new way that I can work on it. From what they said, I think it gets difficult when you have recognized that a friendship is not fruitful for some people. Me, myself, being one to cut those off, um, like I know with you, Kinesa, it's more like, yep, all right, immediately, like right when you see it, they're cut off, and it is what it is. But for me, it's always like this is something I've invested in. This is someone I care about. So it's like, for me, it's always been kind of like, regardless of how they treat me, I'm going to keep trying. Um, So it's a little bit more painful when I'm like cutting a relationship off in my life.
1: I wish I was more like you in that way, because I would have less of a trail of destruction being left in my wake as far as relationships goes because there's something in me that's like yeah let's just let's just cut our losses i i've seen who you are i don't like it you're not making me any better of a person and you're not getting any better so we're done goodbye <laughs> and it's not it, it's just how it's just how i am and i've had to grow through that and i think that i've it, my my problem is that i've had to learn grace for myself and for other people i wasn't raised with grace i was raised with responsibility and I didn't even know what grace looked like or felt like towards me or anybody else so for me it was like a black and white thing extreme like if you if you do this and i know it's wrong then you're gone and and if i see even if i like there's good in the worst of people and there's bad in the best of people and i understand that but at a certain point like i've always been aware of the fact that whoever is around me is a reflection of who i am and when I realize that that person is reflecting something back to me that I don't like about myself, I let that person go and I'd rather be alone for the rest of my life than to be like that person or to, you know, learn mainly because I also know about myself that I am, I'm a reflector. Like I'm very influenced by the people that are around me. And if I don't want to be influenced by you, you're gone. Like that's, that's it. And that's not, a good way to handle it. And I think between you and me, there's gotta be a balance of like recognizing, like the other person does have feelings. Like I I may be able to be cold hearted and cut people off and bridge like burn bridges without, you know, without a second thought, you know, without being able to feel it, but the other person feels it. And I've had to learn gentle, well, not had to, I have learned gentleness through that too. Unfortunately, the process of me learning grace and gentleness towards other people has left a trail of broken relationships in my wake of just living life. But I, you know, I'm also I also ascribe to the belief that everything happens for a reason. It happens when it when it has to happen, and that I'm truly not in, in control of anything even though I let my emotions take control of my decisions, sometimes in the end, it's usually what's best for me and what I need to learn, what the other person maybe needs to learn. Sometimes cutting people off, even if I don't do it well, makes the other person realize that, oh, like I can't manipulate people like that anymore. They're gonna cut me off. (laughs) So like, I don't do it to teach other people a lesson, but most of the time we both end up learning some kind of lesson in the process. For
2: me, I feel like I'm always like in these situations in the middle of you two because I feel that um, with me, I was raised by someone who is like burn bridges. And I feel like I emulate her personality a lot of the time. Like our mannerisms are very similar, but also. That's why I get along with your mom so well. (laughs) But also I learned because the other day I was talking with my coworker and there was a specific person that like I was struggling with. And I'm like, God, I see their heart. Why is it so hard for them to be the person that you really want them to be? Everything that they do is against what I see. And um, my coworker was like, I think it's just you're definitely more forgiving than I am. And cause they can be a bit judgmental when it comes to other people. Or they're like, this is the hard cold facts about this. And I'm only gonna go based on what I see. And I'm like, right, but also I have discernment. So I see so much more. And it's always been this tug of war battle with me between like burning bridges and like, all right, I might just throw you a rope in case you need to get over to the other side at some point when you become a better
1: person type And you of can mentality. always see the potential in someone too
2: yeah so I always get so frustrated because it's like I'm so angry I want to cut people off and when I do like there's this part of my heart that feels slightly broken because it's like I felt like there was more that I could have at least spoken into this person or I acted outside of myself to protect myself from the situation that I wasn't able to see the other person and how they would feel and then on the other end I'm like I see this broken individual and I'm like I'm gonna do my very best to make sure that they feel understood in the situation even if it's at the expense of my comfortability and and then it got to the point where it's like this is not healthy for me and then usually on either end of the spectrum God has a situation occur to us like okay I need you to step out of this or I need you to do this instead because if not you are going to hurt yourself trying to do this on your own and I feel like the main um, point or key point to having a fruitful relationship is any relationship that is putting God first, mm-hmm. that he's the center of it, because without him in it, of course, it's going to be fruitless. And of course, it's going to be dead and not grow anything and not be beneficial to either of you because you're missing the source of it all. So I just found it interesting, like, as you both were both talking about I'm like, I, I feel like I'm I'm somewhat in the middle. I teeter back and forth, but I think God is trying to get me grounded into the center of that.
0: I feel like my destruction comes from that whole, okay, this needs to stop or you're going to hurt yourself. And I'm like, but I can't handle it. <laughs> like, it's never just like, oh, or I won't say never because I'm growing in it, but it, it takes a while for me to be like, okay, like, I'm like, there was a friendship that I had to end um, this past summer. And I was just like, okay these are the things, this is how much I care about you on top of the things. This is what I have to do. And like, you know, very aware that this person wouldn't handle it very well and wouldn't see my point of view. And that hurt because like I care so much about like what the people I like care about care for and like how they feel and stuff like too much. Um, But at the same time, I was like, okay, this is a situation where I knew I needed to be done so I did it. I was like, the, and it was just a friendship. And I like told her how I felt um, and the reasons why. And like, she called me and she was crying. So we talked a little bit more, but as the, as the day went on, it was like text after text, after text, call after call after call. And it was just like trying to guilt me, trying to like say every excuse in the book to make me still be friends. And like, I, I understood I hurt for how she was feeling, but I knew that this was something that I needed to stand tall in. And I would say that was like probably one of the first like really significant situations where I was like, okay, this friendship is unfruitful. I need to let it go. And it was because like I had grown so much in the Lord and um, our friendship was not centered in the Lord that like it was, you know, I I got to the point of being like, okay, this is, might not be something I want to do, but this is something I'm going to do. And For me, I feel like romantic relationships are a little bit harder, like stuff that friendship from like years and years are a little bit harder. Um, But I also know that when you grow closer to the Lord, a lot of times friendships fall away um, on their own. And even then it's painful. So it's like, how do you get through the pain that you feel of either being like, man, I really wanted to still be friends with this person, but I need to cut them off for myself. Or this person hurt me and I need to cut them off. But like, sometimes that comes with bitterness, which is still some sort of hurt. So it's like, how do you, how would you guys say that you like work through that sort of thing?
1: For me personally, I'm very good at compartmentalizing, (laughs) which is a good and a bad thing. Um, But I will say like the way I work through hurt is slow and um, under the surface. Like I don't, I don't like have blow up emotional conversations when I'm hurt, I usually pull back, I think about it on my own and I process with God like on my own. And I'm not saying that's the best way to handle it, but for me, part of part of the way I handle feeling that hurt is acknowledging the absolute truth that I am no one's strength and I am no one's peace. I don't have that power and I'm not supposed to assume that power. So like if someone's relying on me in a friendship or any kind of relationship to be their anchor or they're their saving anything, I have to be like, I don't care how you feel because that's not my job. And, and sometimes for me dealing with the hurt is looking at things almost too logically for a while. And for me, that's leaning on the truth of, listen, if you feel hurt, lean on lean on the one thing that could actually save our relationship, which is a which is the Lord, which is a relationship with your Creator that is supposed to be your strength, is supposed to your, supposed to be your peace. And if you do that, then we will probably be able to be pulled back together at some point. But it, there has to be some kind of growth in your spiritual area on your end that I have no control over, and I shouldn't assume control over that. So like for me, when I deal with hurt, I lean on things as logically as possible and my logic comes from the Lord. So like I know I know, truth and logic is very relative these days depending on what you develop your foundation and your anchor in. But whenever I look at things logically, I go back to the word. I, I read the Bible and I think, okay, it's not my job to be your, to be something you're leaning on to support you. Like, I wanna be friends with you. That, that This doesn't take away the fact that I'm hurt that we're losing our friendship, but the fact that you're leaning on me isn't fair to me. And it's not fair to our friendship. If you wanna save our friendship, you go to the Lord because that's who I go to. And if you did that, we would actually be able to come back together at some point whenever he did some work on your heart. But until then, i'm gonna lean on the lord because that's my job and we can we can come back and be friends after you've done the same thing but if you don't then there's i can't do anything about that and usually like there is hurt and there is bitterness that goes with that but even then i give that to the lord because he's the only one that is strong enough to take those burdens and remove them altogether. so like that i that's the point that malika was making is like all the hurt that goes with relationships it never goes away and it never gets better unless you involve god into this and you don't understand what truth is until you read your bible and if you're not willing to do the work and be consistent and be disciplined in in having a relationship with god then you're you're not going to be able to know him enough to be able to have good relationships. That's a relationship with him makes every relationship good. Mm -hmm. And, and removes the ones that are bad. And even the ones that are bad that are removed, those people are better off if they would still go to the Lord, even if you guys never talk again. And that's, that's what I lean on because I don't have the power or the control or You know, I don't, I don't have anything on my end to be able to make any relationship good outside, like outside of God. Mm -hmm. And even then, like if I have a relationship with the Lord, if every single relationship falls off, I will be sad, but I still won't be alone. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's what I lean on. And that's my logic. So sometimes to be able to get through hurtful situations, I try to rely on my logical brain (laughs) and, and that's where my logic comes from. And I think for me, when it comes to dealing
2: with the hurt that comes with this kind of situation, um, I lean on the side to where I almost make myself feel like I'm ridiculous for feeling that way. It's like, why would you possibly feel that way when you know that this is good for you? So I had a bad habit of like not compartmentalizing, (laughs) but I had a problem of just like Um, being a not oblivious but pretending that I shouldn't feel that way or just like acting and like fake it till you make it yeah this hurts but I'm gonna act like it doesn't hurt so I, I can figure out the best way to do it and um when I struggle with those things I know God's like no I need you to give that to me and me and God have always been working on my emotions um especially as of late um it was, it, it was so hard because it's like, no, because if I let myself feel this feeling, I don't think I'm ever gonna come out of this because I do have a gift of being empathetic and that comes with my gift of intercessory. So there are times where it's like, I can't do this. So I'm not gonna deal with it at all. I'm just gonna go with my day. And then it gets to a point where like, it's just pressing on me and pressing on me. And God's like, I need you to give this to me because you are not seeing the bigger picture here. You're not clearly seeing like, I can cognitively understand the benefits of doing this, but in my heart, it's like, I'm not letting myself um, be human. I'm not letting myself, even though your feelings tend to be arbitrary and you can't trust them, they're still there. And it doesn't do you any good not to acknowledge them. So I go through that phase where it's like, okay, I break down and <laughs> have like, this moment with God where it's like, I have to get this all out and give it to you. And then after that, I'm able to come back and realize everything that I was missing outside of why we were doing this in the first place, if that made any sense.
0: No, it made so much sense. And it is literally so me. I'm like, I know with my brain that this probably most likely isn't a good, like, relationship friendship for me to be in whatever relationship they're all relationships so it's like I know my brain this isn't good but in my heart this hurt and I care about this person and I have like these attachments because soul ties are real in any sort of relationships so girl it makes so much sense and I feel like for me I always like uh I and I mainly struggle with this in romantic relationships like friendships I, from when I was young, I just remember having this like, like epitome moment of being like some fun, some friendship in my life was just fading and I was just watching it fade and there was really nothing I can do about it. And I just remember like feeling, having this like deep understanding of like, this is how the world works. Like this is going to happen because things change in life. And so that, like over time has hurt less because I've been more aware of like the reasons why. But in a romantic relationship, when I feel like you're coming into it, saying we're going to work on things, saying we're going to learn each other and be more intentional. I've always been more intentional about romantic relationships, which is a problem than friendships until I met you guys. Um, So in those situations, it's like it hurts a little bit more and it takes me getting to like my wits end of where I don't even care about you anymore before I would ever like let something go. And then, in the other end, if it's like someone else letting something go, like in a a particular situation um, more recently, it's like, I have, the Lord has revealed to me, like the, the, the romantic part of that ended a while ago and we were just friends, but every time there was something that was still hard about it for me, and it would just be like, all right, well, let me just step back. But I would my step back would be like, we're not talking. I don't know. When we'll talk again. Cause I knew that's what the Lord was calling me to do. Um, but then I'll be like, okay, a little bit. So I'll be like, all right, let's jump back into friendship. And I finally got to the point where I was like, okay, this is we need to not step back, but this is like this relationship, this friendship is not beneficial for me. I see all the ways it benefits you, and it does not benefit me. And if anything, it hurts me. And I just need to let it go. And I have not talked to this person and it's almost as difficult as being hurt by this person. And so it's like one of those things where it's like my mind's telling me no, but but my emotions are like, I'm attached to this person. I care about this person. This person cares about me. Like we have been a support system and encouragement for each other and like almost wanting to be upset with God of like, why do I have to let that go? but also knowing when I look at everything like in its entirety, it makes sense. Um, and so for me, going back to like the question that I asked about, um, like, how do you like manage those situations? Basically that like, I do what you guys are saying. I lean on the Lord. Like I have so many times of just like listening to specific songs like no one ever cared for me like Jesus by Stephanie Gretzinger and like just like pray singing that song of like Lord I know you're there I know you're with me now I know you're faithful I know that you care about me so much I've seen the other relationships that you've brought into my life by me remaining centered around you and there's no reason why you won't redeem this if you want it to be redeemed or if not bring something else of value into my life where I can no longer like feel this hurt and so like Journaling. I think for me, the hardest part is like when it comes to me having a romantic relationship. In I've always gotten upset with God, and I'm not saying if it's right or wrong, but I automatically feel like I'm upset with God. I don't want to be upset with God. I probably don't, and I definitely don't have any right to be upset with God. So, wanting to like hold that in and not address it to God, but we're supposed to lament. We're supposed to address things in a respectful way. And so for me, like taking that, God, I'm frustrated, God, I'm upset that this is the better way. Like, I don't want this to be the better way. And just constantly taking that to him um, versus for me, the opposite would be like listening to music that goes along with how I feel emotionally, which only makes me feel that emotionally more, which only puts me in a dark place. So instead of like lamenting through um, worldly songs, like lamenting through godly songs or just straight up God, like this is how I feel. I'm upset and I just need you to know this.
1: This is this is a difficult thing to talk about because when we when we talk about unfruitful relationships, there are so many names that come to my head that I've let go of. And there's it also makes me realize like it it makes me come face to face with certain parts of myself that I don't particularly like. Um, but also like the same parts of myself that I don't particularly like, I'm very grateful for. Because like the part of myself that um, is able to have the discernment that there's someone in my life that is making me, that is pulling me away from who I was created to be, that part I'm appreciative of, that being able to have the eyes to see that in someone else. Um, and the part of me that's able to because I, I, I understand the concept of soul ties, but I don't feel like I have them because I'm an all or nothing person. I I leave what was what was in the past in the past. Like I realize those people that I've cut off made me into a like have something to do with who I am today, and I realize that they've had influence on who I've become, but I don't feel connected to them in any way. And even like the boyfriend I had before. Um, my now husband, he broke up with me and then he asked me to be his friend. And I was like, "Um, are you high? Like, I am, not- no, <laughs> absolutely not. You broke up with me. And even if I broke up with you, regardless, we are not going to keep talking because I need to move on fresh, clean slate type of thing. And that's how I've always been. Like, even when I left my ex-husband, I was like, unfriend, block, like completely severed because, like I even moved to a different city, changed my, my number. And there was part of this where I was afraid he was going to track me down and do something. But a part of most of it was me just wanting to have a clean, fresh start. And that was somebody I was married to. I was with for six years. Like basically by the time, before I even became an adult, I was with him when I was basically allowed to date to the point of, getting married like we were and then I got divorced before anyone even graduated college like I did all these things before anyone even thought about getting married so like that really screwed me up in a lot of different ways and it made me it influenced me in who I was but even when I left that relationship for good reasons I still I still cut everything off because I am an all or nothing person when it comes to relationships because I can't, that's, and, and that's who I am, but it's also part of my stress management. Like if I'm going to continue to talk to you and remember how I felt, my my emotions while I'm talking to you and who you were to me and you can't be that to me anymore, I don't see the point in having a continued shallow relationship with you and i'm not good at shallow i'm really not and and that's good and bad because there's a part of this that um that i struggle with if people you have to have a relationship with like your family you know your your parents make you mad you can't cut them off you know or or you realize that your a sibling is you know someone who you don't want to be close to anymore as an adult but you can't not see them you know so that's what i struggle with as far as like in especially familial relationships they need to stay but they might have been deeper when you were younger and now that you're an adult and you're becoming your own person now they need to be more shallow and more distant because because they're not the type if they weren't your family you wouldn't be friends with them so like that's what I struggle with as far as like being an all or nothing type of person in relationships where if I'm in a relationship with you friendship romantic familial if you know me you get all of me you get everything i could possibly give you i don't keep a score on on my generosity like i will give i will give to the ends of the earth and i will not even remember the next day what i what i gave to you and that's just who i am but that's why i cut people off so easily because once i realize that you're just a taker or you're just a manipulator or you only want a relationship with me when it's convenient for you i'm not like that you get all of me so if i don't get all of you you're gone and i struggle with relationships that i have to keep or you know you don't have to do anything in the world unless pay your taxes and die pretty much but if you really think about it you you really should try to keep relationships at least in the family and that's what i struggle with because i didn't grow up with much family and the family that i did have kind of came out of the blue later on because of weird familial issues so like i've always struggled with family and i just feel like i give everything even to people who aren't family so if if you are family if you are blood and you're not reciprocating that that kind of energy like you're definitely gone because that's how you definitely should be treating me the same way i treat other people and that's not that's not the way to handle it you shouldn't be cutting off people who are family but like i don't i don't know how to sit in the shallow end i don't i don't do small talk I don't know how to do it. Like we either talk about who you are deep down on the inside and your dreams and your goals and your spiritual life, or we don't talk at all. Like, I I don't know. I don't know how to sit on the shallow end and have small talk with people. And that's not, I wish I need, I guess that's what I'm asking is like, how do you, maybe keep people at arm's length knowing that you can't keep everyone close to your heart because that's hurtful to you but you can't you can't be rid of certain relationships and that be okay I just want to cut in here and say like
0: I completely identify with that like that is where my big struggle is too is when it comes to family because I have been through like so much my life with like my immediate family that it's like so hard for me to want to keep those relationships but I've always felt guilty in times I've been like okay this is like toxic and I don't like need it anymore so I've never cut like family off but like I just want to say I
2: understand (laughs) um I feel like God has definitely been dealing with me a lot through this conversation and as you were talking um And I've been really close to tears since we started because I know that God has pressed a lot in me and it's very hard for me to let this go and like move forward, but I'm going to try to do that as we continue this conversation. But um, one of the things you had mentioned, um, I know you said that this topic brings up a lot about yourself that you don't particularly like, Kenisa, and um, there's a lot about me that I have been faced with these last few days that I have been struggling with so bad and I feel like with me, I'm the opposite when it comes to like, I give you only so much of me because I guard my heart to the utmost. I don't trust very many people. And it was weird even this week, um, we were having conversations at work and the idea of trust came up because I was like, no, I need everything in an email. Everything needs to be written out so that there's proof that it happened. And I don't want someone saying like, oh, but remember that phone call we had? And I said this on the others, like, I don't know nothing about a phone call, ma'am, yeah, if it's not in that email, <laughs> right? And so my supervisor was like, well, you know, that is a trust issue within your generation. And I was like, oh, you know, you're probably right. Honestly, I have lots and lots of trust issues when it comes to so many things. And so, um, I realized that like I I only give so much of me because I'm afraid that well the biggest part of it all is that like I'm always afraid that I'm just not enough for someone. It's like I can never be enough for someone, so I guard myself to where you can't see these parts of me that I specifically feel aren't enough and then we can just be happy and content with life and where we're at. Like we don't have to go any farther than the surface and um, I feel like a lot of the times I'm lacking so many areas because I don't have anything to give anyone else but myself. And so it's almost like a paradox. It's like you can only give yourself, but you're not willing to give yourself. <laughs> so what do you do? And so like I was struggling because it's like, I, I know when it comes to me not feeling it enough, that has to do with me and God and he'll just have to work that out within me. But also it's like, you two are like, you guys are my family as well. And so I treat you guys as my family. The thing is when it comes to family, I only keep my family in a certain compartment as well. Because I understand that everyone are human beings. But in that same breath, I don't know how to I don't know how to love people correctly. And I don't know how to treat them well because I'm afraid that I have to give up a part of myself to do so. And so I feel that I have these selfish tendencies where like I can only share so much with other people, um, with other people. But then I realize that makes it unfruitful on my end. Like, if I only give you so much of myself, there's only so far that this can go and God doesn't want that. He gives his all to us and he wants us to give our all to others like he did. And it's very difficult and it's very hard, but when it comes to Jesus and when you read about what true love is, it's all of these things. Um, And one of the things I was struggling with is like that true definition of loving someone because that's the root of our relationships. We know that God is our center and that he is love. And so when we um, abide by what he wants us to do and what he teaches us about that, that goes into the relationships that we have with other people to connect with them. And so (sighs) I am admitting (laughs) that I'm struggling with loving others because I I don't know how to do this without him and it's always just been me and him like i know that god is the only person being in my life that has never failed me and never disappointed me in any way shape or form and so when he teaches me that i have to love others and grow and um commune with those around me i struggle with the humanity of it all it's like god I get it and I understand it cognitively, but in my heart, this hurts so bad. Like, I don't wanna do this because when I put this other person before me, it denies myself and it's such a selfish thing. And as a human being, we are selfish. And so I get that. And. I'm trying to figure out how to reconcile that within all of my relationships, especially when it comes to like family. I know that that was brought up because I love my family dearly, but also there are things about their personality that clash with mine. And so I we always agree to disagree, but I feel like that's such a surface level type of thing. And I feel like they're not surface level type of people. Like I love them more that I love most human beings in the world, obviously, but also I'm willing to die for these people when it comes to, especially my sister, because I know her heart. Like I'm willing to die for all of you, but in that same breath, (laughs) how am I willing to die for you, but I'm not willing to trust you with my emotions and my feelings. Like I can lay my life down for you guys, but I'm afraid that if I tell you how I feel about something, whether it's rejection or misunderstanding, I'm not willing to put myself through those emotions so I don't bring it up and I don't talk about it. I just keep it to myself or I go to God about it and he puts it on my heart to say something, but I'm so afraid of hearing a no or hearing that I'm making things up or it's all in my head. And it probably is, but acknowledging that is very, very hard. And I feel like I I never want to let myself go through that. And so I just just shut it down or like I don't even let it get to that level. And um, it's difficult because I don't want to be that way. I know God doesn't want me to be that way. And I'm
1: struggling with letting go. I don't feel like any of us are big enough or strong enough to be able to allow ourselves to be seen and allow our emotions to be seen and give our all to just anyone or really anyone for the most part. I feel like even the closest person that you have, there's still a part of you that you keep to yourself. And that part of you that you keep to yourself is really meant to be given to God and that he gets all of you. And it's not necessarily, this is just my opinion, but I don't think we're meant to give all of ourselves to any one other human being. Like I. I have given all of myself to my husband but there are still parts of my mind like he knows me inside and out he can read my mind most of the time but there are still parts of me that I know he doesn't fully understand and that's okay because those parts I give to god and maybe one day after being married for 50 years you know he might understand that but it's it's a time thing it's a consistency thing it's a it's a working like discipline thing and i think that's why god wants a relationship with us because he says you aren't enough like you aren't big enough to handle this you aren't strong enough i am that's the point of me being in your life is that you give these things to me and i fill the gap of all the things that you're lacking because you're not supposed to be god you're not you're supposed to be human and i know like you said you struggle with the humanity part of things because you've always been in that secret place of giving everything to God because maybe you've had no one else to give these things to but in my opinion i feel like you're ahead of the game because of that because most people never get outside of their humanity and it's like the the human things that you have to learn as far as like connecting with another person or Whatever whatever things you have to learn, like that most people maybe already know, those people learned that instead of learning how to have a relationship with God. And if you're gonna learn anything in your whole life, let it be having a relationship with God. Everything else he can fix or or fill the gap on things. And that's what I've learned with you guys is I've learned the human side of things. I know how to have a relationship or I know how to have a conversation with someone that I don't even know. Because I, you know, I spent all of my career pretty much in sales. So I learned the psychology of connecting with another person, regardless if you have common ground, I learned that there's a there's a psychological technique in conversations of literally mirror mirroring what the other person says. And I I do my best not to use any of those tactics on you guys because i want my relationship with you to be as genuine as possible and for you to know me as genuinely as possible but there is you know there there are these things you can do when you're talking to someone and you don't know them and you want to keep the focus off of you and as they're talk get them to talk about themselves everybody likes to talk about themselves ask questions get them to talk about themselves and then take a phrase out of what they said reword it and say it sounds like you and then re- reword it positively and then they'll say you know what yeah and when you make someone feel good about themselves they think they like you and that's the way i have developed relationships that i d- with people i don't know but with people i do know and i want them to know me I haven't really fully known how to do that because that's a God thing. You have to have a relationship with him. You have to be fully vulnerable as much as you possibly can. And I think that's what we forget is like, we're not meant to be enough for other people. We're we're meant to be weak and vulnerable and, and surrender to the power of this holy entity that is supposed to, to be in all things, all uh, in all things, through all things, by all things. And we want to have that control and be like, well, I, you know, I have enough intelligence. I have enough knowledge to be able to handle these relationships on my own. Like I should be, I should be able to do, no, you, you shouldn't be able to do anything. Like everything that you're able to do, he's given you the opportunity to learn or develop or whatever. And, and I don't, I don't think that's up to us to even be able to be everything for everyone because that's why he wants a relationship with us. That's his whole purpose in being with us. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you do. If God, if you want a relationship with God, God will find you where you are. And all you have to do is try, pick up a Bible and read it a little bit and try to talk to him. And if it feels weird, like you're talking to yourself, get over it, dear, because it's gonna feel weird talking to the Creator of the Universe because you're a small human blade of grass on the world. like the the Bible compares humans to blades of grass. it It also compares nations to grasshoppers. Like we are nothing. And when it if that's why at first it feels weird whenever you're trying to talk to God at, at first, at least, because you just feel so, distant in who you are as an entity and who he is it's like wow i just feel feel so foreign because it because it is it's a it's a foreign holy universal entity that you will never be able to understand but if you don't try you'll never be able if you don't try you'll never get there like you with anything you have to try and it's always going to feel weird at first but just keep trying (laughs) Yeah, one of the
2: things that um came to mind when you were talking is that this idea that sometimes I also think that when we're in relationships we get we can get too comfortable. Like there is such thing as being too comfortable where we feel like um everything is good and everything is as it should be. So we don't have to put in that work and we don't have to be as consistent anymore because we've gotten to a peak sense of things. And so it's just like, oh, we can just coast for a little bit. And that unfortunately is not how that works. And um, I feel like God is correcting me in that as well, that like you have to be consistent. Love is a action, it's not a feeling true love anyway so it's something you constantly have to work at and so one of the things about having a fruitful relationship in any circumstance or sense of the word is that you have to put in the work like you have to even when it's exhausting and it's hard and you feel frustrated and you feel like you're not getting anywhere um, at the end of the day you have to put in that work so I found that interesting
3: I feel like it's like even if you know like man this person hurt me there's a hot sauce that I now use because they introduced it to me. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, there's little things that we can take out of everything and that doesn't take away from the hurt that might've been there or the relationship being unfruitful. Um, But what it does say is like, there was, like you said, growth that happens from that. There were good moments. There are times like there are things, there are memories. And we're really just like, that's what we're made up of, honestly, is like the moment that we're in now and the memories that we've had before that bring the knowledge that we have in the moment that we're in now. So a lot of that comes with f- comes from the, the friendships we've had, the teachers we've had, our parents, um, relation, like romantic relationships, like all of that ties into it. And there's good and bad, but when you decide to focus on the good and heal through the bad, um, there's a lot of joy that can come that can be left over
2: thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you've been edified and that you got something out of it. Um, There are a lot of things that go into conversations about relationships. And I hope that at least this broad version of it, that you were able to get something and that it encourages you to have conversations with those around you about relationships as well. And I hope you have a good week. Bye for now.